Hello there, and welcome to Gilded in Blood, the Horror Lit Podcast. My name is Kevin, and ladies and gentlemen, it is Halloween. Yes, we've made it. Uh, absolutely love Halloween. Favorite time of the year, favorite holiday of the year, the all around the best holiday. Uh, hopefully you are, you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Halloween. Hopefully you're uh, watching some horror movies, maybe watching some good horror television shows, <laughs> because that is what this past month here on Gilded and Blood has been about. It shows that uh, have episodes that are kind of full arc within the episode that are focused on horror. Uh, when we started, we gave you a list of 10 runner up shows, shows that have some good horror in their episodes, uh, but ones that I wasn't either wasn't quite familiar enough with to give you a top 10 or stuff that I've watched a long time ago and I didn't remember it all and I don't have time to rewatch it all. Uh, then we went to Doctor Who, which surprisingly has quite a bit of horror in it. The X-Files, which maybe less surprisingly has a, a good amount of horror in it. Last week, we looked at The Twilight Zone, which I think everybody can agree is kind of a horror staple. And today, for the big holiday, holiday, uh, we are going to talk about the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror segment. Uh, I personally love Treehouse of Horror. I think it's the best thing about The Simpsons. I was a huge Simpsons fan. <laughs> For the longest time, I have fallen off. Uh, I really haven't watched Simpsons in maybe as much as like a decade now, I, it, it started to just kind of dwindle and kind of diminishing returns in, in terms of quality of writing and the stories and things like that. I tried to actually keep up with the Treehouse of Horrors and they became a little bland, uh, a little uninteresting. So uh, you will probably not hear me talk about a lot of the recent Treehouse of Horrors. Now, if there are some that are really, really good that I'm missing, let me know. Kevin at gildedandblood.com let me know. <laughs> I'm glad to go check some out if uh, if I'm missing some. But honestly, I, I kind of petered out at around Treehouse of Horror 13, 14, 15, somewhere around there. Uh, they kind of get they kind of started getting stale, repetitive, stupid, uh, and I just I, I said I'm done. I've, I've got I've got better things to do. But previous to that, there were some excellent excellent Treehouse of Horrors. Now, if you for some reason, maybe you live under a rock or something, and that's not meant derogatorily. Some people just don't know about The Simpsons. Uh, Treehouse of Horror started in the second season of The Simpsons, so the Treehouse of Horror number one is not season number one. <laughs> that, that always uh, bugged me for a little bit, uh, but it was a collection of usually three tales, uh, three segments, because of course there are three sections of the, of the episodes cut up with commercials and uh it tells it tells three stories so every treehouse of horror is kind of a little anthology film <laughs> of its own uh which i absolutely love and a lot of these uh of a major reason why I love these is that a lot of these are parodies of existing stories, existing movies, television episodes, uh, things of that nature. And I, I love how Matt Groening kind of puts a spin on it and, and really, really nails it, kind of knocks it out of the park on a lot of these. So uh, I decided, I kind of waffled back and forth. I said, well, should I do uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes or should I do the segments? I decided to kind of go towards the segments because some of the uh, some of the episodes themselves 
are, are overall not great, but it maybe has one excellent segment in it. So I decided I'd just go with the segments, the, the little stories. Uh, and I also thought, well, there's so many, maybe I should do like a top 20 or top 25. But no, I did the hard thing and kind of winnowed it down to the top 10. So this may go a little bit quicker because, I mean, we're talking, you know, five, six minute stories here, uh, if that. So uh, these, these may not take up a lot of our time, uh, but, you know, that, that's okay. Less time listening to me and more time trick-or-treating and <laughs> going out and, uh, and, and enjoying the holiday. Let's go ahead and start talking about my top 10 favorite Treehouse of Horror segments. And we're going to start with number 10. And I have to be OG about this and go all the way back to Treehouse of Horror number one, the segment, The Raven, with the lovely voice of James Earl Jones reading The Raven while Homer plays the part and the, the Raven is Bart. Uh, it's it's really, really good. Uh, for the first episode, uh, you know, the, the other two uh, segments were not really all that bad. I think it's like Horror House, and I think there may have been like a zombie one. I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've watched them. But The Raven was the perfect way to kind of cap that off. Uh, there was a lot of good timing. Uh, the first time that uh, <laughs> The Raven's supposed to say nevermore, you know, quoth The Raven, eat my shorts. <laughs> it's just, it was really, really good. It was, it was well done, kind of playing into uh, the characters in there. It was just a wonderful way to start off this yearly tradition uh, and a poem that almost everybody knows. Uh, it was it was a wonderful thing to do. So it was pretty darn funny. Um, it's it's definitely one to uh, it's it's the gateway. <laughs> it's the it's the way to get into Treehouse of Horror. You should definitely watch the whole first episode. is is uh, pretty iconic. But that one segment that's the perfect way to just kind of open the floodgates for Treehouse of Horror. So that is my number ten pick, The Raven from Treehouse of Horror number one. My number nine pick is from Treehouse of Horror number 13, so we're, we're jumping a little bit, and this is The Island of Dr. Hibbert. Uh, of course, a play on The Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, so we have Dr. Hibbert with his one, uh, again, the voice acting in The Simpsons is just so good, uh, but his is that wonderful gravelly voice, uh, and he is um, uh, melding people with animals. Uh, I, what I love about this one is that it's, it's so wonderful. The animals who he chooses to meld with which characters, uh, obviously the, the low hanging fruit, the police captain gets, uh, melded with a pig. Uh, Homer eventually gets melded with a walrus. And he's like, I haven't been this skinny since college. Uh, it's just, it's really, really good. The, the characters and, and, which animals kind of become those characters uh disco shrew <laughs> instead of disco stew uh it, it was a lot of fun and it definitely one for uh good longtime fans of the simpsons who kind of know those character quirks uh it was really really clever it was very very well done so that is my number nine pick uh the island of dr hibbert from treehouse of horror number 13 number eight is i know what you diddly italy did <laughs> from Treehouse of Horror number 10. Of course, a parody of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, it's uh, um, they, they hit in the middle of a, a, 
a foggy drive. Uh, they hit Ned Flanders and apparently kill him. And then all of a sudden, uh, there's this character in the in the rain slicker with the hook, uh, you know, kind of haunting them. Uh, it's it's really really well done. And a tiny little twist at the end of what why Ned was out there walking <laughs> and what he actually is. Uh, it's got some wonderful little bits. Uh, I love how uh, Homer to make sure that Ned is dead uh, pokes him in the eye with a stick. <laughs> you hear that horrible little squeak. <laughs> it's so good. And he's like, yep, nope, yeah, he's definitely dead. And he keeps poking. Squeak, squeak. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Uh, but this one was pretty well done. Um, uh, again, it helps if you've seen the, the movies that these are parodying. Uh, and and they, you, you'll, you'll kind of get the beats a little bit better. But uh, this one is pretty, pretty funny. I know what you diddly Italy did from Treehouse of, Num uh, Treehouse of Horror number 10. That is my number eight pick. All right, number seven pick, uh, not a parody this time, from Treehouse of Horror number 11, Night of the Dolphin. Now, this is an absolutely, utterly ridiculous <laughs> segment in which all of the dolphins around Springfield, apparently they live next to the ocean now. <laughs> That's one of the ongoing jokes of The Simpsons is nobody knows quite where Springfield is. But uh, all of the dolphins revolt and they are killing people and they're even getting up onto land and walking around and, uh, uh, and, and destroying people. It's, it's really, really dumb. It's very, very ridiculous, but it's a lot of fun. One of the, shall we say, dumber <laughs> segments uh, of some that are pretty pretty dumb but uh it, it was it was pretty good there were uh there were some jaws references in there of course uh, lenny goes out and says night swimming and drinking it's a winning combination and of course he gets torn apart by dolphins uh it's it's pretty weird uh but it's there's some individual jokes in there that are pretty crackerjack i i really really liked it for some reason it just always uh made me laugh a little bit harder than the other one so uh, i will pick that as my number seven pick night of the dolphin uh, from treehouse of horror number 11 uh, number six from treehouse of horror number seven is citizen kang no it is not a parody of citizen kane though a wonderful wonderful usage of the title no this is kang and kodos come down during the presidential uh, runoff between bill clinton and bob dole and they take the roles of uh, they take over the bodies of bob dole and and bill clinton and uh <laughs> the political speeches <laughs> that these guys give is absolute insanity not only because it's just so ridiculous and funny, but weirdly because of how prescient <laughs> it really is. Uh, one of them says, uh, abortions for all and everybody boos. And he says, okay, abortions for none. And then everybody boos. He says, okay, abortions for some little American flags for the rest. And everybody cheers. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty good skewering of our political system. At one point, uh, they say, well, you've got to vote for one of us. So we're going to take over the world anyway. And one person, uh, says, well, I think I will cast my vote for a third party. <laughs> he says, go ahead, throw your vote away. And they do this evil laugh. Uh, it's really, really on the nose. 
kind of spot on about how uh, ridiculous our political system can be sometimes. Uh, some of the animation is absolutely spectacular when Homer uh, disastrously tries to free Bob Dole and Bill Clinton and accidentally shoots them out into space. And they they kind of struggle for five seconds and then they just curl up and die. It's it's. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm really amusing myself, but uh, you know that's what this is all about. It's really really good. It's it's one of my favorite segments, which of course is why it's on here. Um, if you've not seen this one, especially as we're going into an election year, they should play this yearly. <laughs> I I mean every every time we go into an election year, it's uh, wow, it's so, certainly something to keep in mind. But that is my number six pick, Citizen Kane Kang, not Kane Kang from. Treehouse of Horror number seven. All right, my top five. Let's get started with my top five pick, Ghost Dad from uh, Treehouse of Horror number 11. This is where uh, Homer chokes to death on broccoli <laughs> and gets sent up to heaven, and St. Peter will not let him in until he does one good deed. <laughs> um, it's This is a pretty ridiculous one, a pretty grim and kind of gross one. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of kind of violence in this one, which I, I think is kind of funny. Uh, this was, you know, after Treehouse of Horror number 10, they started getting pretty gruesome, and I, I, I don't know. I'm into it. I love it. Uh, one of my favorite jokes from this one is Dr. Hibbert comes and, and pulls out the broccoli from Homer's throat, and he says, ah, yes, broccoli, the deadliest vegetable. <laughs> It's like, well, I thought it was good for you. He's like, of course it's not. It tries to warn you with its terrible taste. Uh, it's it's a really, really ridiculous one. Uh, I think he ends up as a ghost going down and trying to eat the same broccoli and dies. And that ghost's ghost goes up to heaven. And St. Peter's like, uh, you've got 23 more hours <laughs> and sends him back down. Uh, the the good deeds that he tries to do are, are pretty good god awful but uh it's it's a pretty good one so uh go check that one out i'm not sure if this one is actually a parody of ghost dad from uh, uh bill cosby's movie i'm not sure i've never seen it don't think i will but uh as it's on its own no matter what that's a parody of or not whether it's uh, original it's pretty funny so that is my number five pick Giga ghost dad da, da, uh, nope Giga ghost da, da, dad sorry from uh uh, Treehouse of Horror episode uh, number 11. Our number four pick is Time and Punishment from possibly the best Treehouse of Horror, which is Treehouse of Horror number five. Time and Punishment is actually a little bit of a parody of a story we've covered here on the podcast, which of course would be A Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. Only this time uh, it is not a time machine. Well, it is a time machine, but it's a toaster that Homer tries to fix and it becomes a time machine somehow. <laughs> he goes back and every time he goes back, he, he steps on a bug or he kills this or he kills that. And when he comes back, the world is drastically changed in some pretty ridiculous ridiculous ways. Uh, it's, it's spectacular. It's so, so, so good. Uh, again, um, the, the knowledge of kind of, uh, Homer's 
character is is pretty vital to understanding how funny this one really is. At one point, he uh, he goes into a present where he is rich and famous. Uh, his, <laughs> Marge's sisters are dead, and uh, everything is wonderful except there are no donuts. And he screams and runs back downstairs to go back to the past and change the uh, change the present. And of course, it starts raining donuts. <laughs> so it's a really really good segment from probably my favorite overall episode and a little bit of spoiler alert our number one will be coming from this episode and you can probably figure out what it is but uh, that is our number four pick time and punishment from treehouse of horror episode number five all right from treehouse of horror episode number four comes our number three pick the devil and homer simpson uh, you can probably tell i'm a big fan of <laughs> homer's hijinks and, and stupidity that provides a lot of humor for me but uh, this is where he sells his soul to the devil for a donut uh, and of course stupidly eats it all <laughs> so the devil has claim on his soul and I, I think the best part of this the the funniest part is that uh, he has to spend the day in hell before they, they do this trial of whether he actually sold his soul or not. Uh, Marge has something to say for that, but his time in hell is pretty spectacular. Uh, he gets put into this machine, uh, which is kind of the, uh, what it's actually on the door. It's like the ironic punishment division or something. He says, Oh, so you like donuts? We'll have all the donuts in the world. And it forces him to eat donut after donut, after donut, after donut. And then like a little while later, they are literally out of donuts. Uh, all the do donuts in all of creation. Homer has eaten. And he's like more. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 the demon has no idea what to do. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, this one is, is, uh, is pretty good. I, I love the fact that Ned Flanders is the devil. <laughs> it seems to work, but uh, that is my number three pick the devil and Homer Simpson from Treehouse of horror. Number four, our penultimate pick, our number two pick is from Treehouse of Horror number four again. Four and five and six are pretty good episodes, but this is Terror at Five and a Half Feet. Of course, a parody of Terror at 20,000 Feet, the classic Twilight Zone episode. Uh, and Treehouse of Horror did a lot of wonderful Twilight Zone episode parodies. Uh, it's a Good Life, one of the stories we've covered for a short shock is in there. Homer turns, uh, uh, Bart turns Homer into uh, a jack-in-the-box. It's it's pretty good. Uh, but Terror at Five and a Half Feet is wonderful. Uh, Bart looks out the side of the, the school bus and there is a gremlin on the side of the school bus, which leads to one of my favorite jokes of all time in The Simpsons. He runs up to Otto. He's like, Otto, there's a gremlin on the side of the school bus. And he looks in the rearview mirror and there's a mole man driving a gremlin, that car. He says, nope, I'll take care of it. He just rams him off the road. Uh, it's, it's spectacular. It's wonderful. At, at one point, uh, he has to open the window to try to get the gremlin from undoing the wheel and causing them to crash. And of course, when he undoes the window, it sucks everybody out. It's like, oh my God, uh, it's stupid. <laughs> it's really, really dumb and ridiculous, but it's a lot of fun. So Terror at Five and a Half Feet from uh, Treehouse of Horror number four is my number two pick. 
And my number one pick, you should definitely know what this is. You probably should know, should have known this uh, from the beginning, uh, being a Stephen King fan. And this, I, I don't think I'm alone in thinking that this is possibly the best thing Treehouse of Horror has ever done. They did it in episode number, of her, number five, season six. It is The Shining, uh, the parody of The Shining. It's just wonderful. There's there's so much good stuff here. Uh, it's so self-aware. Uh, you know, uh, when groundskeeper Willie says, boy, you've got the shinning. You mean the shiny is like, shut up, boy. You want to get sued? Uh, and just the reason that Homer goes crazy is there's no beer and no TV. Uh, the absolutely excellent sequence where uh, Marge is kind of creeping up to the typewriter and uh, instead of saying all work and no play make uh, make Jack a dull boy which of course becomes all beer all, no beer and no TV make Homer go crazy uh, and she looks at it and just types feeling fine <laughs> and she's like oh that's a relief and then, of course it's scrawled all over the walls no tv and no beer make homer go crazy it's so stupid it's absolutely ridiculous but it's so much fun uh the shining uh, stanley kubrick's the shining was one of the first horror movies i ever watched in my entire life i watched it probably way too young uh, and it's left such uh, such an impression on me, as you guys will find out next year. Just a little bit of a heads up. But uh, I love this episode for just, it tells the entire story of The Shining. It hits almost every single one of the story beats of that pretty long movie in like four or five minutes. It's so well written and it's so well done. I love it. It's it's absolutely my my top favorite. It's probably your favorite too if you're a, a Treehouse of Horror fan. Um, but if you haven't seen it, just go watch episode number five. Nightmare Cafeteria is the other one uh, from Treehouse of Horror number five, and it's pretty good. It's it's not bad at all. Uh, but the Time and Punishment and especially the Shinning are the standouts there, and the Shinning is the one that I think everybody has to see. So uh, go check that out. But Ladies and gentlemen, those are my top 10 Treehouse of Horror segments. So there you go. Happy Halloween. I hope you really, really enjoy these. Uh, please check out a lot of these episodes that I've gone over this month. Uh, there's some really good short-form horror. Uh, I know this is a horror-lit podcast. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. But uh, there, there's some wonderful, wonderful horror out there on the, on the television screen. Not just on the movie screen, but the television screen. So I hope you guys... Go check that out. Okay, so my break is over. It's time for me to get back to work. We are going to become a lit podcast again uh, next week. Uh, and for the month of November, I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to kind of test run something. I have an idea of what I would like to do next year throughout the year, and that is themed months. Months where we have a specific uh, idea of, of a, a brand, not necessarily a brand of horror, but like an area of horror that I want the short shocks and the books that I read for that month to kind of connect to. So that's what we're going to actually do next month. For the month of November, we are going to talk about the horrors of war. Uh, I think it's probably pretty agreed upon that 
war is uh, war basically is basically a horror story uh, couched in reality it's it's terrifying <laughs> all the things that happen during war and there's a definite uh, 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 grisliness to it that I, I really want to kind of examine uh, the book that we are going to read we're not going to read a book next week uh, I'm going to start with some short shocks and I will talk about that in a moment but the book that we read the week after actually also connects to the sensory horror that we've been doing this year how we've already, we only have five senses and we've gone through all five of them how would this relate I will let you know but for next week uh, we are actually going to do uh, for our short shock some poems instead of short stories uh, we're going to look at dulce et decorum est charge of the light brigade and the man he killed which are all anti-war uh poems so if you are if, if you're a rah-rah jingoist uh pro-war person you may not want to listen for the next month because a lot of this is anti-war. This is about how war turns people into monsters, and I hope you agree with me. But uh, if you don't, I have a feeling you've probably stopped listening to this podcast by now. But uh, if you do agree with me, please uh, join me next week. We will go ahead and talk about those three poems. Please feel free to read them before we talk about them here on the podcast, but I think I'm going to go ahead and just read them all. I think they're all in the public domain. Uh, I will read them on the on the podcast and we'll give some discussion, kind of a, a an entryway into the topic that we're going to be talking about all month. And then I will tell you about the book that we're going to read afterwards. So that is what we have coming up uh, for the month of November. So I hope you join me for it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, of course, to Slaughterhouse for the use of his music. That is Slaughterhouse with a five instead of an S. You can find his work on Bandcamp. You can find out what I am reading at any given point in time at thestorygraph.com. Username Libris Leonis, L-I-B-R-I-S underscore L-E-O-N-I-S. You can go to gildedinblood.com. Check out more episodes of the podcast. You can find out how to get a sticker of the podcast uh, by going to the articles section. You can go to the infernal shelf section and check out the reading project that I am uh, currently embroiled in. I know it only has one book there right now, but I am in the in the process of reading a couple of that I hope to get those essays written and on there uh, here shortly, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. Please be safe. Please have fun. Uh, and until next week, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe and stay spooked. <laughs>